All right, peeps, we're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us on the AEW Insider. I don't have enough time to put a YouTube video up tonight, but I wanted to get you guys some important wrestling news today. A lot of stuff went on with the draft. There's a lot of Twitter beef going on between wrestlers and their wives. It's good shit. So let's get into AEW real quick. Then I got a story for New Japan, and then, of course, a lot of WWE news. So AEW Dynamite is in Philadelphia tomorrow. As I've said a hundred times already, we're going, and we're excited to see it, see it live. I want to see the dark matches also. And it should be a fucking blast. So far, the matches for the for the night that have been announced are Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus John Moxley and Pac in a tag team match. That'll be dope. AEW Women's Championship match: Riho versus Dr. Britt Baker. AEW Tag Team Championship Tournament match: The Lucha Brothers versus Jurassic Express. That's gonna be fucking awesome. And then also the AEW Tag Team Championship Tournament match of SCU and the Best Friends. Um, let me see. My picks for those matches is I got to go with Moxley and Pac. I would like Dr. Britt Baker to win, even though she wouldn't, but I'm going for her. I'm going for the Jurassic Express over the Lucha Brothers. And I'm going for Best Friends over, excuse me, SCU. Uh, being the elite this week was star-studded. I highlighted a bunch of wrestlers and some decent skits. It's definitely a good one to watch. The funniest were the Bucks and Cody trying to push merchandise, like MJF scarves, one of their t-shirts, and Cody came in with a tie of the Young Bucks, a money tie, and he was fucking hilarious. He made a reference to Master P buying House of Glory, and it was fucking, it was so funny. You gotta watch it. Uh, towards the end of the episode, the Bucks seen MJF sitting on a, a crate or whatever, a wrestling box, that they use to carry equipment in an equipment box. And they told him, even though he's an asshole and a bad guy, he's a good guy and he did good. MJF said, are you guys Cody Rhodes? They said no. He said, well, I still don't like you fucks pretty much. And he just walked away. MJF is the best. All right, New Japan news real quick. John Moxley could not make it to Japan to defend his New Japan United States title. It was due to travel restrictions. There was a legit hurricane and typhoons. So what did New Japan do? They were nice enough to actually strip him of his title. They straight took it off of him due to circumstances that were out of his control. That's fucked up, New Japan. All right, some WWE news. You guys, if you're fans, you've had to have heard by now that WWE fired Eric Bischoff after only four months of being with the company, and they replaced him with none other than Bruce Pritchard. Now, I tell this story. We're fans of Sam Roberts. He's awesome. We went to go see him a couple SummerSlams ago, or wrestling, yeah, SummerSlams ago at Caroline's in New York. One of his guest stars that night was Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard, this old-ass brother-love fuck, has this young-ass girl, even though she's lot, she's probably pushing 40 now, but she's young for him, and she's just like his biggest fan. He was so belligerent fucking drunk. He highlighted the show, he was loud, he wouldn't shut up, and she's the only one clapping for him like a fucking monkey in a circus clapping. It was horrible. So I'm pretty pissed off. I know him and Vince go back and he used to help with the show, but it's a bad move letting go of Bischoff, I'm telling you. And Bruce Pritchard is a dumb fucking drunk fuck. Just my opinion from when I met him. Uh, Brian Alvarez reports that people backstage, like why, why Bischoff was fired, uh, they said he didn't know what he was doing. 
uh, what you call, people under him didn't know what they were doing, and the people under him who worked for him hated him. They said a lot of them wanted to quit, and also he never took time to learn the talent's name, like the wrestlers, people backstage, what they do. He couldn't give a fuck. He just went there like guns blazing trying to get into the job, which is nuts. You know AEW is going to scoop him up ASAP. Uh, Bischoff later tweeted that Bruce was is a good man. He would do a great job, and he has a great team to work with, just like he had the pleasure of working with. Um, okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Once again, Mike Kanellis has asked for his release. I don't get that, dude. He had a very bad drug problem. They worked with him. They helped him out. They didn't fire him. He and his wife asked for their releases earlier this year. They took it to social media and made a big fucking stink about it, which WWE does not like. Uh, a couple months later, a couple months ago, him and his wife, wife re-signed a multi-five-year deal for multi-millions of dollars. Now he asked for his fucking release. It's very weird to me. He just should start getting high again, so they force him to leave. Like, what the fuck, Mike? And then he and Leo Rush got into a fight on Twitter. And Canellas set him straight, but then Leo came back too. Canellas said to Leo Rush, Chill out, you won two matches. There's an entire roster of cruiserweights that have been grinding and working their asses off for that brand while you sat home for bad behavior. Let's not act like you were not gift-wrapped that cruiserweight championship. And then Canellas deleted it. Leo Rush did respond. He said, you are right. I was home reflecting on my past and going forward and how I can get better to get back on the positive side. You know what I mean? I was spending time with my children that are actually mine. He said, I get your anger. Trust me. Win a match first and then maybe we can talk, which is fucking insane. And it has been said behind the scenes that they are not going to release Mike Kanellis from his contract. They're going to make him stay the five years that he signed for. And Maria Kanellis went online and she stated that she did not ask for her release, which is nuts to me. Maybe he and she really are on the outs. That's why he wants to go. And Leo's saying what he said about the baby's father thing, like they weren't beefing with the storyline. Maybe the second child isn't his. Who fucking knows? But the plot does thicken, folks. Now the draft real quick. The draft did finish last night. I got the picks from last night and plus people who were picked off the air before, after, what have you. They did have the man Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. Whoever won that match, their brand got the pick first. Lynch was on Raw. Charlotte was on SmackDown. Lynch won, so Raw won first. One thing that the fans were very upset is that they split R-Truth and Carmella up. Carmella went to SmackDown to be with her baby Corey Graves, and they want that 24-7 title on Raw. They act like all relationships would be broken up, but if you have a big enough name in a company, they will keep you together, a la Lynch and Rollins on Raw. Anyway, here are the draft results for the night. The Raw roster added Seth Rollins, Charlotte Flair, Andrade and Zelina Vega, Kabuki Warriors, Rusev, Cedric Alexander, Humberto Carrillo, Eric Rowan, Buddy Murphy, Jinder Mahal, R-Truth, Samoa Joe, Akira Tozawa, Shelton Benjamin, Rey Mysterio, Titus O'Neil, and Liv Morgan. And the SmackDown roster did add Brock Lesnar, The New Day, Daniel Bryan, The New Bailey, Shinsuke Nakamura, Ali, Robert Roode and my dog Dolph Ziggler, Carmella, The Miz, King Corbin, Shorty G, and my dog Elias. 
And real quick, WWE did announce additional picks made by both brands. Apollo Crews, I think this was from the other night, but I'll say it anyway. Yeah, this was, this was. Never mind, I did say this the other night. My bad, peeps. All right, it was announced that The Fiend and Rollins will face off for the Universal title at Crown Jewel on Halloween, October 31st. Fans of Fox and Fox wanted The Fiend as champion, and it is Halloween. The Fiend will win that belt that night. Mark my words. At the end of Raw, Seth came to the Firefly Funhouse. He destroyed it. Bray Wyatt, he destroyed the Funhouse and Bray Wyatt. Seth Rollins legit burned down the uh, Funhouse with gasoline. So I don't know what the fuck's going to happen with the Funhouse and the Fireflies and the fans moving forward. Later on, Bray did tweet that Ramblin' Rabbit died in the house fire. Which is fucked up. Rambler Rabbit did try warning Bray before it happened that Seth was coming, but he didn't believe him. After Roll went off the air, Seth went to the ring and the Fiend came after him. They had a match until the Fiend attacked the referee and then he destroyed Rollins. The Fiend did take to Twitter and said that he forgave Rollins for killing Rambler Rabbit, but not everyone else does forgive him, aka the Fiend. He asked Seth how he found the funhouse. He said, Are you dead? saying that you have to be a spirit or dead or something to get to the funhouse. So who knows? But I definitely like where this story is going. Okay, peace. we're going to take a break real quick. We've got major beef between the Hardy brothers' wives. Re- Remy, Matt's wife, who I love to death, and then Beth, fucking Jeff's wife. They went at it over Jeff's recent DUI arrest. Then we got a story about Tyson Fury, Bobby Lashley, and a couple more things, and then we'll wrap it up real quick. Remember, check us out on all social media. It's the AEW Insider, and then uh, AEW Insider one on Twitter. All right, peace. we'll be right back. All right, peeps, we're back. Let's wrap up this show. Now, Matt and Jeff Hardy's wives, Beth and Remy, have been in a vicious Twitter war the last few days over Jeff's numerous arrests. It got heated and nasty. Here's some of the exchange and what went down. It started with Matt's tweet, which I reported a few shows ago. He originally wrote, Since so many have asked me about my brother tonight, I love my brother and want him to be happy and healthy. I've expressed that to him as much as I can. Jeff has to make his own decisions about his life. I has to focus on my two boys and soon to arrive son. I can't I can only control my actions. But clearly unhappy about that tweet, Beth flipped her lid and published a series of tweets on her own. The first read well sorry, kept my mouth shut for too long. Don't take any info seriously from family when it comes to me or Jeff. Family quotes are BS. Then she said family should have contacted us first before they made a statement on Twitter. And then she also said looks like they're more worried about their online presence than Jeff. Matt's wife, Remy, was immediately riled by the jibe, and she wasted no time in replying to the post with a screenshot of the message that she typed on her phone. The caption read, Hi, neighbor. Hi, is that Matt Hardy talking? To I mean, it was saying it's them. Also, we live 100 feet away. Pull the fuck up if you got such an issue. Love, light, prayers, bless your heart, love y'all. Then Matt's wife, Remy, also said, No matter how much you dislike me, Matt is still his brother. Here, long before your ass, and family is not family, period. Any statements from Matt about Jeff don't need your approval. It ain't about you. I know what kills you to have anyone acknowledge the facade of a perfect life you try to maintain is a fucking joke. 
But not everyone thinks the sun shines out of your ass, Beth. Then not everyone wants to be compl compliant with you protecting and enabling of a man who is well known on the way of killing himself, which is fucked up. And someone else, killing himself and someone else. So that must he means he's got a partner with them, or maybe if he means all the beef he's gotten into, like DUIs, blah, 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 who knows. She continued and said, you are an idiot if you really believe Jeff's actions don't affect Matt. They do, and he's every fucking right to speak his mind on his own brother. Remember, he speaks from experience, unlike you. We don't run and hide from our issues and pretend nothing or was ever wrong. In this house, Matt was the absolute worst, and I've seen how bad it could truly get. I know how this story ends, and if you don't fucking wake up already, worry about that instead of what is said to fucking nobodies online, as you so eloquently describe their fans. It's not talking shit, it's living in reality and holding people accountable when they need it. Maybe it's time to put the wine emojis away, drop the Twitter stuntin' and put that energy into keeping your man from driving fucked up on the streets. I drive with my children before trying to come at a man for addressing his own blood-slash-business partner. In short, and as always, mind your fucking business. Yo, this shit's crazy, yo. Beth later in a separate tweet, she didn't respond directly to Remy's uh, what you call post. She said, Jeff and I are handling our business, hence no post from either of us about what happened. Going forward, if you don't want to hear from us, disregard it. We don't need any well wishes from family. I'm tired of pretending. Nothing was as ever as, as if it seemed. And then hours later, Remy tweeted. If you don't want a public response, maybe don't post the shit publicly. Ain't nobody going to use the interwebs to throw shade and receive the respect of a private response out of me. You wanted it out there? Okay, vamos. So that's fucking nuts, man. I've always loved Remy. Since I've seen her on TNA Impact, you can tell she's no joke. And right there, what she said is exactly what I would have fucking said. Fuck all that bullshit. I keep it real, too. All right. Also, they're saying that Tyson Fury will be paid the highest amount ever for a match in WWE history, probably wrestling history. Before that, they gave Mayweather a few years ago $20 million to fight. They're saying Tyson Fury is going to get more. And it said, uh, what you call that? Hold on. Uh, and that's not bad to make while you're rehabbing your eye and you're waiting for a big boxing match in February. Make $20 million plus in your downtime. So he's sitting there rehabbing his eye. Got a big rematch in February. And while he's there, he's going to go fake wrestle over in fucking Saudi Arabia and make more than 20 million plus life is good for tyson fury uh, not to be left out on some of that money bobby lashley has went on record and said that a bunch of mma fighters have hit him up and asked about getting into wrestling with all these guys now it has been noticed that our truth and vince mcmahon are very tight i've announced that before another wrestler just went on record to say the same that's roman reigns he what he said about our truth is ronnie is my best friend He's right there with the Usos. He's like blood to me. Reigns explained, we first started riding together six years ago. He used to always tell me, be that baby face, baby. Always be kind to people. We've been tight for a long time, and he's one of the greatest of all time. R-Truth's got to be a, a good dude. Vince McMahon feels the same way about him, man. R-Truth's like 50-something years old, or almost 50, believe it or not.
And then real quick, WWE Backstage does premiere tonight. They've announced a bunch of guests going to be on it. They want the page to be on the show. She wouldn't, but she's going to guest star. Christian is and a lot of other people. At one point in the show, they got to say, okay, let's go to our correspondent, CM Punk. CM Punk did not take his fucking merchandise off the shelves, off the internet site, if he wasn't signing with WWE. So keep our fingers crossed, peeps. All right, that's it for this show. I wanted to get it to you guys. We got AEW in Philly tonight. All that footage is going to take me forever to edit in between shows, what have you. But I'll keep you guys posted. I'll be back as soon as I can. Thank you so much for the support, as always. Remember, it's the AEW Insider on all major podcasting outlets. It's also the AEW Insider on Facebook and YouTube. And it's the AEW Insider 1 as a number 1 on Twitter. All right, peeps, this is your host, Lee Benson. I'll be back soon enough with the AEW Insider. Ciao, peeps. We'll